Good morning. Today is Sunday, July 19th, 2020. Today is also the 27th day of Tammuz. Today is the 10th yard site of Rav Yehuda Amital. I've spoken to you many times about Rav Amital. Even though I never had the chance to meet him in person, I consider myself a Talmud, a student, because I have learned and continue to learn and share uh, Divrei Torah ideas, insights from this amazing personality. Uh, he is perhaps best known as serving as the <coughs> co-Rosh Yeshiva, together with Ravon Lichtenstein, of the Yeshiva Haratzion, uh, which is just south of Yerushalayim, which is one of the major yeshivos in the world. He was one of the first to start a yeshiva that was a Hezder yeshiva. Many, many accomplishments. So I've mentioned this before, but I want to mention it again. This is a biography, which is absolutely incredible, by faith alone, written by Eliashev Reichner. By Faith Alone, written by Revelyashev Reichner. It is a wonderful, wonderful biography. Great stories. Uh, the story of his life, some of his Torah ideas, his educational philosophy. And um, my copy is all marked up with notes, uh, different places that I've already quoted from it. And um, I recommend it highly. In his honor, in honor of his memory, permit me to share just two very, very short things. The first relates to this week's Parsha. So this Shabbos we begin the Parsha of Dvarim, which begins the Sefer of Dvarim, the beginning of the fifth book of the Torah, and it begins in a very unusual way. Please have patience as I Try to get through the introduction. These are the words that Moshe spoke to the entire Jewish people. On the eastern bank of the Jordan River. In the desert. In the Arava, which is kind of like a desert. Mul Suf near a place called Suf, Bain Paran Ubain Tofel, Vulavam and near the places of Paran, Tofel, Lavan, Chatseros, and Dizahov. Now, just in case that is not clear enough, GPS tracking exactly where it is, it is Achad Asar Yom Mecharev, it is an 11-day journey from Chorev to Har Seir, Ad Karnesh Barnea, till the place called Karnesh Barnea. That's where it was. And it was in the 40th year after leaving Egypt. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, in the 11th month, 
Be'achad Lachodesh, on the first day of the month, Diber Moshe El Bnei Yisrael, Moshe spoke to the Jewish people, K'chol HaShetiva Hashem Oso Aleihem, everything that God commanded him to say. So now we know where they were, now we know the date, and then, the Torah says, And this is after the battle with Sichon, and after the battle with Bashan, while they were on the eastern bank of the Jordan, in the land of Moab, Ho'il Moshe Be'er Asatorah Hazos, Moshe began to review the entire Torah, Lamor sank. So all of that is the introduction. The introduction is this extensive and detailed description of where they were, when it was happening, and what was the context in which it took place. Asked Rav Amital, why does it need such a long introduction? We know the book of Devarim is near the end of the Torah. It's near the end of the 40 years of the desert. Obviously, they were on the eastern bank of the Jordan River because they had not yet crossed into Israel. Why do we have to know the exact place, the exact time, and the exact historical circumstances? So I share this answer from Rav Amital not only because it is an answer of Rav Amital, but it is also a comprehensive expression of his life view and his approach to his work. Rav Amital said, When a person involves himself in Torah and mitzvot, he must never allow himself to be cut off from the place and time in which he exists. He must look around and think how best to apply his Torah learning to the circumstances around him. I cannot think of a better one-line tribute to the entire life of Rabbi Huda Amital that he spent his life studying Torah and being aware of his surroundings both in time and place and history and context and then applying that Torah to every situation and circumstance in which he found himself par excellence. There is a story that Rav Amital told many times. I have shared this with some of you before. But this story also is not just a story. It is the defining narrative of the yeshiva that Rav Amital started, but even more comprehensively, it is the defining narrative of Rav Amital's life and legacy. And the story goes like this. When the first group of students came to the yeshiva, they asked me, Rav Amital tells this story, 
He was starting a new yeshiva. And they asked him, what is so special about your yeshiva? Why should we come to your yeshiva? There are lots of yeshivas. What's so special about your yeshiva? So Rav Amital said, I told them the Hasidic story about the Balatanya. Now the Balatanya was one of the great Hasidic masters. And he had a grandson who was also a great Hasidic master who was known as the Tzemach Tzedek. These great masters, like many great Jewish scholars, are known for the name of the work that they created. We refer to the Mishnah Brura, to the Shulchan Aruch, etc., etc. So the Balatanya had a grandson who was known as the Tzemach Tzedek. The Balatanya was once in their home. They were all living together. And the Balatanya was sitting and studying Torah in the back room of this apartment. In the middle room sat his grandson, the Tzemach Tzedek, who was also learning Torah. You have the grandfather in the back room, the father in the middle room, in the outer room, closest to the street, there was a baby. And the baby started to cry. The Tzemach Tzedek in the middle room, which was closest to the baby, was so engrossed in his learning, he did not hear the baby's screams. But the Balatanya in his back room, further away, he did hear the baby's screams. So, he left his room, he walked through the room of the Tzemach Tzedek, and he walked into the room where the baby was, and he picked up the baby, and he calmed the baby. Walking back, he passed through the room of the Tzemach Tzedek in the middle room, and he said to his son, When a person studies Torah, and does not hear a cry for help, there is something deficient in his learning. And that is the mahus, the essence of Rav Amital. His learning was always within the awareness of whatever was happening around him. And if there was someone who was crying, then that became part of his learning. That became part of how he applied himself to assist in that situation. And then years later, after he had told the story, I don't know, a hundred times, a thousand times, ten thousand times, years later he elaborated on the story. And he said, every generation has its own cry, sometimes open, sometimes hidden. Sometimes the baby himself doesn't know that he is crying. And therefore, we have to try to be attentive to the loud cries, but we also have to try to be attentive to the hidden cries as well. That's the essence of Rav Amital. To hear the cries whether they are out loud, whether they are hidden, and to apply 
every aspect of Torah to alleviating those cries. One time, Ravamital said to a biographer, there are those whose Torah is in their books and there are those whose Torah is in their lives. Rabbi Yehuda Amital is one of the rare greats whose Torah is in his books and is in his life. Again, I want to show this to you, this great biography by faith alone by Eliyashav Reichner, a fantastic and very worthwhile biography of Rav Yudah Amital. I recommend it highly. His memory should be a blessing. Those who are influenced in, by him and use him as a role model help to make our world better. May his neshama have an aliyah. My friends, I wish you all a great day. The rain will end soon. And I hope to see all of you soon in person.